Are you hype or are you uh, not hype? Some <laughs> of those catches, I, I forgot about them. And I'm like, holy shit. Justin Jefferson, that catch that he made against Buffalo was ridiculous last year. That's one of the craziest catch. The Pickens catch was nuts, too. That was OBJ-esque. But that the the stakes that uh, Diggs made that catch was – or Jeff, Jefferson made that catch was insane. Absolutely insane. Double covered. Kirk said, eh, fuck it. Fourth down. Said, I got you, Doug. Yeah, dude, <laughs> we gonna win this game, right? All right, baby, we got the Bears and Commanders tonight. The Commanders open up at six point favorites, and the over unders at forty five. How you doing? How you been? Hey, pretty good. You know, Thursday night football, nothing better than two real shit teams to watch to really <laughs> be excited for for this, uh, you know, Thursday night football. But uh, I'm definitely on the Commanders tonight to cover the six, and I take the under forty four and a half. So. As long as it's 44, we're good to go. Um, the Bears look like the worst team in football over the last few weeks. So, All right, don't forget about the G-Men. Because <laughs> <laughs> the right, last Chris couple Kerman. weeks, they are bad. They are terrible. That game on Monday, uh, they should be eliminated from all, all uh, primetime games because the opener against Dallas and then the one they just played on Monday, absolutely trash. 11 offensive line should be jailed at least for a week. Right. You should be in jail for a week after what you did to him. That's your bye week. You're spending it in jail. You, right. <laughs> you killed Danny Dimes. He woke up with a neck brace on because the motherfucker had whiplash for sure. <laughs> he went to sleep in a full body brace, bro. <laughs> They wrapped his ass up. Um, I'm also on the commanders and I, I like the minus six. Uh, the dick. Buckus news, uh, him passing, what was that, like 30 minutes before right. we just went live. So there's a little extra motivation for Bears uh, Bears and their fans. So I don't know if that plays too much into it, but that is a little sideline story that we'll keep up on. I'm sure they'll talk about it all game, but um, I still like the commanders. I think they have the better defense, they have the better offense, and they should win this game. Definitely. I mean, all around there are a better team. It's just you never know when someone dies like that. Like his his ghost is gonna be there and help the Bears tonight or some some bullshit. Yeah, angel in the outfield type right. shit. <laughs> that help Justin Fields run for his damn life. So yeah, no shit. Some fine <laughs> gentlemen here. What up, Holden C? Appreciate you, bro. How you doing? How you been? Man, you're a good liar. I like that, Holden. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's a suck up. <laughs> uh, what did you think about the last week of NFL? Well, the Lions dominated, so I really have nothing to complain about. What they did on Thursday night, Sunday was just, you know, cherry on top for me. Absolutely. We're on top of the NFC North. Uh, NFC North. Yeah, NFC North. How many times can we say that in our whole lifetime? Um, I think – one or two times through the first four or five weeks. So, you know, we got to take it while we can. Right. We're hot, baby. We're hot. NBA soon. I know. I can't wait. I think we have, what, 19 days till opening night. Um, girlfriend just told me she got me tickets to open, uh, Pistons home opener on the 28th for my birthday. Who they play? They play the Bulls. So I'll be in attendance. Hell you Yeah. Know. Um, I may or may not throw some money on the game. I was going to say, D-Gen's about to be D-Genning because your uh, Tuesday, Wednesdays are going to be filled with NBA slips. Nothing but NBA, and I absolutely love it. I like your cut right in my nail. 
Bro, you are tripping today. You're about to get banned. <laughs> I thought yeah. we were cool, bro. <laughs> he said, enough with the nice. Let's play not, <laughs> you know, let's play bad. Yeah, All right. ain't fit for that. Week five, did you wake up early on Sunday and r- realize the game was going on for yep. uh, Jags and Falcons? I did. did. You I was a little it? late Toy on Story it. Edition? I seen a little bit of it. I didn't watch it straight Toy Story edition, but it was cool. It was cool. I, you know, as a kid, I don't know because I was so into the football scene already. I don't know if I would have liked it, but I could see where they're trying, what they're trying to do, trying to get young fans to like the game a little bit more. And it was actually pretty cool. And, you know, the best, you know, the best strategy was for the early game where kids are getting up early as fuck already. Throw the iPad to the kid. You watch the game. I'll watch the real game. We're all, we're all good here. So. Yeah, I liked it. Um, I think that they're going to keep doing shit like this just to try to draw in the younger fan base and stuff. So I'm all good for it. Oh, absolutely. Kind of like the slime for the Super Bowl, you know, just something to keep the kids preoccupied. Yeah, for sure. Um, Just bringing in the youth is something that all sports need to do. MLB needs to get with it. I think when I see the NFL doing stuff like that, it just makes me think like MLB where, yeah, that's kind of what you got to do. We need the younger generation and, you know, in the game of baseball, cause it's dying out. Most definitely, you know, uh, maybe in, implement something fun. Uh, like you talked about, pick a guy and let's brawl him. And <laughs> that would be funnier than shit. But, uh, there should know, be for... there should be one fight per MLB game. There the stands <laughs> would be a lot more packed during the regular season. Definitely. I just I don't know without altering the, the MLB game too much how you would get the kids to uh you know watch. But you could do it where like backyard baseball, I guess. If they're able to do what they did with the football game for Toy Story, you could make get it... Pablo Sanchez out in that bitch. <laughs> the GOAT. <laughs> the actual GOAT, bro. Yep, for sure. For sure. Um, um the Jags do play again this week in London, so against the Bills. So that'll be another early game for everyone Sunday morning, nine o'clock. Woohoo! Woohoo! I'll be up at ten, and I'll see what the games, uh, how the <laughs> game's going, and I'll see if I watch that game because I don't know. Uh, the Jags have not been that fun to watch this year compared to what we thought they were going to be. So I'm it's a sad. little disappointed in the Jags so far. I agree wholeheartedly. They did win in London. They're London's team, but uh, yeah, I don't. This this week doesn't look pretty for them going up against the Bills. Yeah, and the Bills started off a little slow, but they're looking a lot better. And the Jags have just started slow and kind of stayed there. Right, they're like stuck in molasses or something. Speaking of the Bills, though, they made the Dolphins look human. That's for sure. The Dolphins, I thought, was like, okay, they they went above, you know based on their play the last few weeks. You score 70 points. Expectations are a little high. It's kind of hard to, you know, replicate that, especially the very next week against a really good team. So it is what it is. I don't think Miami's tripping too much. They know they got a really good team and one of the best offenses, but the Bills are for real yet again. Right. It's just good to see for Bills fans what can happen if Josh Allen doesn't turn the ball over. You know, he had four touchdowns through the year, one on the ground. Uh, Diggs went wild, six catches, 120 yards, three TDs. Like he could not be caught. He was juking, jiving everywhere. And 48 20 was the end score. Like you beat the shit out of the fence. Good job. Yeah. That one catch on the sideline where he like deeks out the guy and they like tackle each other. I'm like, oh my God, you cannot <laughs> be that guy. You can't do that. 
For sure. Looking like, like little, your brother playing youth football. Yeah, I was thinking Dante <laughs> Hall back in the day. Right. Back juke. But, yeah. Um, I got a couple props for this game that I like. For tonight? For tonight. Okay. We're, we're going to start off just uh, relaying some information about my Thursday night punts. All right, let's hear we it. Don't, we don't have any three and a halves tonight. We have a four and four and a half. Chicago's at four and a half, and Washington's at four. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if Chicago punts the ball eight times tonight. So I wouldn't I'm, be surprised if they get that four and a half in the first quarter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna touch it because that's not you know the model I've been going with, but I gotta make sure everybody knows about it. Um, especially because Chicago punts the fuck out of the ball. Right. Um, but other than that, I like Brian Robinson a lot. I think a lot of people are on Brian Robinson fantasy score, um, anytime touchdown and his rushing yards and stuff. So I like his anytime touchdown. He's hit it three out of four games this year. Chicago's, uh, defensive line is not amazing. And when they get in the red zone, either Sam Howell likes to take it and get on the move with his legs, or they just give it to Brian Robinson two or three times within the 10. So I like I'm all over Brian Robinson tonight. Um, and then a couple more I liked was Fields passing yards. He's three out of four this year. His line is at set one ninety-three and a half. Um, he did three thirty-five last week versus Denver in that crazy game that they fucking choked. <laughs> two eleven versus Tampa and two sixteen versus Green Bay. He's only not hit it one time, and that was versus Kansas City. So I think one ninety-three and a half is a fair line. I think he can easily go over two hundred. We'll see how much um, running plays he has and not just scrambles. So we'll see. I think you were talking about um, his overpassing attempts. So it kind of plays into that. If they're going to be down, they're going to be throwing the ball. And he can hit 200. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. It's not my highest pick, but um, I do like fields passing tonight. DJ Moore is at 53 and a half. He's hit this two out of four times. He's coming off 131 yards versus Denver. And he put up 104 versus Tampa Bay. So being the number one receiver, um, you're supposed to lose this game. You're supposed to be down. Field should be passing the ball. I'm all over DJ Moore over 53 and a half. He busts a lot of big plays, and it could only take two, three catches for him to hit this 53 and a half. Right. Regardless, be, yeah, regardless of the score. It might be a, just a quick screen and boom to the hizzle. So yeah, I like DJ Moore over 53 and a half. That seems like so stupid low for a number one receiver. For sure. I, yeah, I was thinking like 65 is typically what, you know, number one receiver would be that. But it just plays into how well is Fields going to pass the ball and how many first downs are they going to get tonight? How much are they going to actually move the ball on opportunities is he going to get? But I, I don't think this is going to be a blowout. I think Washington's going to win, but I think there's going to be some points put up on the board tonight. Okay. Um, right. And then one more bear I like, Cole Komet. He's at 32 and a half. He's hit three out of four times this year. He's went for 85, 38, and 44. Okay. Everyone knows um, when you're not super high to your quarterback, the tight ends are prioritized, and they're used as release valves or just um, easy catches, hooks. Um, so either his three and a half or four catches or him over 32 and a half, I love. It's not a lot of yards whatsoever. No, and he's kind of a guy where Justin Fields either doesn't throw to him at all or it just like keeps finding him and keeps finding him, keeps finding him. So 
Um, so far this year, it's worked out pretty good. Last year, I just remember he he was really good, really good, really good, and then like zero targets. And you're like, what the fuck? I finally put you in my fantasy lineup, and this is what you do? Like, yeah. Yeah, he's only had that happen one time this year, and it was first Kansas City. They didn't. I think Justin Fields literally had like 115 passing yards right. and nobody was getting the rock. So if that, if uh, we stay away from that, I think Fields is going to go over 200 and DJ and Cole will get their yards. For sure. For sure. I, hey, I like all those bets. Um, I'm on three different ones, but uh, Justin Fields over 47 and a half rush yards. So they put his attempt line at eight and a half, which makes me think, okay, if he gets eight rushes, he has to get 50 yards. I feel like Justin Fields, eight rush attempts, he has – he could do it in one, let alone – I was going to say, it only takes one for game. him. We've seen him just hogging down the field. Right. Um, he hasn't really he – he's, I think he's gone over this one time so far this year, but I kind of look forward to him getting back to how he used to play, getting a little wild, getting a little free. If they're down, look for, you know – Washington and not care anymore and drop everybody and Justin Fields to take off, pick up, you know, 10, 15 at a time. So hopefully the 47 and a half is for free. Um, number two, Chase Young over quarter sack. So again, kind of like what we talked about last week with Hutch, all he's got to do is be involved in a sack. He's going to get the half sack and boom, we cash. So Chase Young, dominant pass rusher. Um, if Fields is dropping back to throw the ball a lot, He's got a lot of opportunities. So that's what I see. Hopefully it happens. <laughs> and then the last one, again, if the commanders are up, they're going to turn around and hand the ball off to Brian Robinson. So I put, I'm taking his over 15 and a half rush attempts. He's gone over this, I think uh, two of the four games or three of the four games. So look for it to keep going. 16 rushes. If they're winning, that's beautiful. For sure. And if Chicago is not moving the ball, they're going to have a lot more possession time. He's gonna get one or two carries every time every you know fresh set of downs, you would imagine. He's their workhorse. He always falls forward. Fifteen and a half is really nothing unless for some reason commanders get down early. And I was just gonna say, like the worst case scenario for all of the bets we've talked about so far is the Bears get the ball first, the Bears go down and score, and the commanders get a three and out to you know to come right back. Cause Fuck, if the Bears have the lead, <laughs> that's our we're worst all nightmare, in trouble. Bro. <laughs> we're all in trouble. Yeah, I'm with you, bro. Um, so the Bears do or the Bears will get a win. I don't think they're gonna go winless this year. <laughs> they're sitting at plus two twenty. I'm not gonna bang it, but for any delusional Bears fans, I think I don't think this line is too far off. I don't think the commanders with Howell are like leaps beyond Chicago's potential. Whether or not Chicago is going to show signs of the first half versus Denver or the second half versus Denver. That's kind of what um, Chicago fans are on their toes about. But plus 220 is not bad for a primetime game. Shit gets weird during primetime. So it does. But when you see Bears 0 4, it's pretty hard to not have them at plus 200 at least. <laughs> I mean, would I be like ungodly shocked if it happens? No, because I see everyone is on the commanders today. Um, but please, God, don't let it happen. What do you What do you feel about the whole fade the public? It's becoming like a very big thing. Like a bunch of sports books are like promoting it and saying like ninety nine percent of bets are on the Lions. Like, what do you feel about that? Do you think they're just trying to 
uh, reach out to the fade the public people and get some more like lines on the other side to even up. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. What do you What do you feel about the um, fading the public scenario? I don't know. I, I kind of just go with my gut. Um, is it fade the public? Is it go with the public? Who knows? Um, do I feel super confident if I'm going against, you know, the 73% of the people who pick, but the money's on the other side? Not really, because it makes me feel like, okay, something's wrong here. But that's what gambling is, right? I, I, have I lost more than I've won? Most likely, so I probably should fade the public. But um, at some point, the public has to be right, and I'm always thinking it's when I'm betting with them. So is that, is that the case? Hell no. Hell no, no. I seen seen someone else talking about it. I forget, so sorry for not crediting them. But there was like six in a row um, that they were saying like 99% are picking the lines. 99% are on San Fran. Six for six, the public was right. Exactly. Six for six. So it's not like a fade the public's a system that is like super profitable. But you like... It's just weird to me because people will pick their battles when it's fading the public. And then when they win, they're like, I'm a God. But when they lose, they're like, what the fuck am I doing? Right. I picked the under and it went way over. Yeah. 99% of the bets are on this. So I'm betting that. I, I don't know. It seems super contrarian, but, you know, some people love it. Some people do. I, I'm pretty sure Gino's a big uh, guy for fade the public. Shout out, Gino. But, uh, I'm with it sometimes. I'm against it the others. So, you know, when it doesn't matter what or what the public's on, it's what I'm on and I'm rooting for what I'm on. So that's kind of how I view it, I guess. I'm with it. Does it ever deter you, though? No, no. It just, yeah, it might sit in the back of your head, but it'll never deter you from pushing those buttons. Right. I don't actively go look for what the stats are either. So, yeah, me neither. Um, Speaking of that, though, a lot of people are on the under 45 primetime games. What do you think about tonight? Under 100%. Lock it. Lock it. Um, It's a part of my same game parlay tonight, too. So lock the under. Love it. All right. So if you think it's under 45 and Washington wins, tell me the score. Um, I predicted this from uh, the guy on Twitter I follow. His name's Smart Money. Um, I reposted it because you have to for his challenge. He's doing a primetime game where you can – if you guess it right, you get a hundred dollars Venmo. He'll Venmo you, and um, I guessed Commanders twenty-seven, Bears thirteen. Okay, not too far under. Right, that's it's still forty points. That's it's still, forty points. Still some points. Um, just so you know, Gino does the same thing. So okay. if you want to do that before the game starts or whatever, get your free chance and always good supporting Gino and reposting his shit. So definitely, just definitely. FYI. Um, if I'm going to predict the game, yeah, I'm going to go under. Okay, twenty-four twenty. Oh, literally, like to the line. I love it. Twenty-four twenty tonight. I think there might be some heartbreak in the overbetters, but we'll see. You never know. But prime time, it's another strat. A lot of people like prime time unders. It's it's probably hitting above sixty percent. I would imagine, especially for this year. So, yeah, I'm on the under as well. I like the commanders, but I don't love them. I know shit gets weird, especially with two shit average, below right. average teams. So you never know what the fuck's going to happen. Um, how how do you feel about Sam Hall so far? You know, uh, 
not outstanding, not horrible. I would say he's like top of the bottom tier of quarterbacks, if that makes sense. You know, like uh well, let me ask you this. What's up? Um, Sam Hall, Bryce Young, CJ Shroud, Anthony Richardson. Where is Sam Hall on there? Probably third right now. So who's fourth? Bryce Young. Okay. He I looks bad. He looks bad. Well, his team's fucking terrible. So. Well, I mean, yeah, his team is terrible. But Anthony Richardson, he's he's making plays. And then CJ Stroud looks pretty damn good. We're going to act like the Bears don't win tonight after the Dick Buckus news. Dude, we're just talking about it. We were prepping like five minutes before we went live. We all got the notification. We're like, fuck. It's in a whole nother element. But we're just going to ignore it. We're just going to ignore it. Commanders, minus six, baby. He's still on his way up. Uh, he's not going to be at the game tonight. <laughs> he's still ascending. It won't count. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I, th- I-, I think the Bears are going to have a little more fire tonight, especially on the defensive side of the ball. But I just don't think their offense is good enough. So we're, we're rolling with Washington minus six. Amen. 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 Um, my same game parlay tonight. Uh, six legs plus a thousand. Commanders money line. We don't need points. Under 52 gives us a little bit of leeway in case it does do something funky. Fields over 27 and a half pass attempts. So I expect the commanders to be winning. Fields has hit this in three of four games this year. I think he's going to throw the ball a lot. Fields over 40 rushing yards. Again, I think he's going to run the ball as well, potentially. And, you know, that Washington doesn't care anymore. Pick up your garbage yards if you want it. Brian Robinson over 15 and a half rush attempts. So 16, just like we're betting for the prop. And then DJ Moore, 40 yards receiving. Again, I think he could get this in one reception. He's the number one receiver for Justin Fields. It doesn't take a lot for him to get 40. That is going to pay a thousand. So um, that's not too shabby, buddy. 10 bucks gets you a hundred, hundred bucks gets you a thousand. Go wild if you feel like you like it. But uh, yeah, I, I, I like it a lot. Again, worst case scenario, Bears take an early lead. Yeah, I mean, I love it. Uh, it's kind of game scripty. We're right. thinking Washington's going to win, so they're going to run the ball. And if Washington's winning most of the game, Chicago's going to throw the ball. So that's kind of where your head's at. I like it. Uh, I like the whole game script scenario, not just you know clicking random buttons. So I'll give you your flowers on that one. We're going to bang that plus one K. Oh, <laughs> please, Bears, throw a pick to start. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you have something else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I kind of stole this from Shaggy, actually. Uh, Shout out, Shaggy. Uh, Fun one for you. Three legs plus 575. Shaggy's been doing this where he just predicts interceptions. Dude, I've seen two two prime times in a row that he's banged them. Yeah, he ruined Jared Goff for me last Thursday. But. That was um, fucked up. It was. That's the only leg that lost the party. First drive, dude. If that didn't happen, we would have been mint. Right, for sure. Um, but no, he said that both quarterbacks are gonna throw a pick, and he's predicting one of them to be a pick six. Ooh. He thinks he thinks it's gonna be Justin Fields to uh Fuller for the commanders and Fuller taking it back to the house. My man's is calling out the defender getting the pick. Yeah, so he's, he's got the crystal ball. He does, he does. So I didn't go wild with it and do uh commander's defense anytime touchdown because you know that would just be too much. But I did Fields to throw a pick, Howell to throw a pick, 
and Brian Robinson to score a touchdown. So just the most likely to score a touchdown. Three legs plus 575. Um, it's a no sweat bet for me. So if I lose, I get it back and we'll run something on Saturday. But I think it could be fun. And I Shaggy's been hot, so let's ride the hot hand. Yeah, he has been. He's been calling some random shit. I'll just say that. Uh, Shaggy underscore bets. Make sure you follow him. He's the GOAT. Um, I like it. I think both quarterbacks can easily throw a pick tonight, especially if Justin Fields going to go over his passing attempts. Sam Howell's a young dog. Uh, their defense is going to try to get after Sam Howell pressure-wise. It only takes one tip ball to the crib. So I like that, especially at plus 575. For sure, and I heard that um, for the Bears, Claypool's out tonight. Um, Eddie Jackson's He's gone, out tonight. Bro. Claypool's <laughs> done. I don't know what the fuck happened with him, but they—they're—he's just a healthy scratch. They're trying to trade his ass. For sure, Eddie Jackson's also out tonight, so that is a you know a pretty good safety for them that uh, won't be playing. So hopefully that's good news for the Commanders that they can just dominate the game. Justin Fields picks up his you know garbage time attempts yards. Everything and we're nothing but green tonight. Yeah, for sure. We can he can pad the stats as much as he wants and lose the game. We don't care. <laughs> By six points. <laughs> By seven points, Donnie. <laughs> we don't want to push on that. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um what do you think the Bears are gonna do if they lose this game? Do you think the mindset is tank again for another quarterback and get rid of Fields? Are we keeping Fields and trading another top three pick away? See, at this point, if they go 0-5, I forget who they have next, but if they go 0-5, it's got to be ship everyone. Coach, GM, assistant coach, quarterback, receiver. Water boys. Everyone. You're gone. Pack your bags. You're getting traded. And I think there might be people out there who want Justin Fields. Someone who sees him as someone that, that you know, we can build around. If, if he's in the right system, if he's got a good offensive line, a good defense. Could he be Lamar Jackson? I don't know. But he shows points in which he could be. He played pretty damn good football last week, and they still lost. Yeah, I mean, that comeback is I, – I'm – Feels I feel really bad for Bears fans if they actually had to sit through and watch that shit. Right, you're up. You, you know, you the drinks are flowing. You're happy. Yes, we finally won. Our quarterback looks good. You go outside, smoke. You come back, <sighs> twenty-one point. Boom. Yep. Nothing. Like, um, yeah, but I think they could they could get a a buttload of picks here, like Justin Fields and DJ Moore. Package them, send them somewhere, and you get in a couple number ones. That's for sure. And you're already potentially going to have the number one, right? Exactly. You're gonna, they're gonna tank, hope for Caleb, and then he's gonna stay at USC. Insane. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <Look laughs> the Bears, bro. I'm going to that. Shit I don't like the game. cold. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Um, what team potentially do you think Fields would go to? I think it'd be worth a call down to the Cardinals. Say, hey, um. You know, we you have Kyler. Is he going to come back? Do you want him to come back? Probably not. You're competing in a lot of these games. Let's here. I'll give you a dozen fields. We're worse than you are because you yeah. already won a game, All right? So here. Um, do you like any of the rookie quarterbacks right now over Fields? Uh, right now, pay? no. 
No. Four games in. Four games in, probably not. But C.J. Stroud looks the best of the four. But then again, maybe he's not playing as tough of opponents. So we'll see. Yeah. I like Anthony Richardson a lot, too. We'll see how he develops throwing the ball. But Mm -hmm. their offense coordinator in their run game has looked really good and kept him in line. So I think the Colts right now are playing way better football than I imagined going into the year. No, definitely. I mean, the Texans are too. Everyone in that division is two and two. So yeah. it's like, good Lord, the Texans smacked the Steelers. Yeah, the Steelers and uh, Pickett do not look good right now. Oh, could Justin Fields go to Pittsburgh? Hey, you know? I, I don't I don't think Tomlin would be mad with that. Hell no. That's a good defense, a run-first offense. Something could happen there. Yeah, and, I mean, like you said, a run-first offense, good offensive line always. Um, it just add another dynamic to their offense, being able to run the ball more. And you know it's going to be well-coached. Parlazy sweatshirt on tonight, hoping my bet's hit. Let's go, Aaron. Let's that go, boy, Aaron. That a boy. Good luck tonight, bro. It's about to go down. Who do you like tonight? You got the uh, – I would imagine you're not on the Bears tonight, but – uh. You like the Commanders or the Bears tonight? Let us know, Aaron. Let us know. All right. Um, that's going to be enough for this game. Thank We're going to roll Lord. into a little bit for Sunday's game. I have a three-teamer. It's all chalk, all okay. favorites. Um, it's the Bills over the Jags early, 9 a.m. game. Okay. Titans over the Colts. I don't know if Anthony Richardson's back. I I haven't looked. Either way, if he is or not, I like the Titans. They kind of got it rolling last week. And then the Bengals to bounce back versus the bald-ass Arizona quarterback. (laughs) Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs. Dude, how have you been bald since you were 14? (laughs) said, whoever helps my bets. Damn right, baby. That's that's a degenerate answer right there. That is the name of the game right there. Always, always. I don't give a damn who wins as long as my bets hit. (laughs) I like that. Are you taking the spread on all those, or are you money? No, these are straight money line chalk. Minus two thirty eight for the Bills, minus one thirty for Titans, and minus one sixty for Bengals. I don't think it's too much chalk to ask for. Uh, three teams plus three hundred six. Okay, I mean the Bengals. It's going to be based on how Joe Burrow can play. I saw he got dropped in one of my fantasy leagues. I I know multiple people that's dropped him. Like. Coming before the season, if we would have took his unders on everything on prize picks, we would have been just, you know. Well, yeah, we would have been called fucking life. crazy at first, <laughs> right, and then right. we would have been called, you know, a god after that. <laughs> Nostadamus. I like it. I like it, though. The Bengals do need to get back on track, and if they lose this game, like, okay, let's pack it up, send it home. We're, what, one and four at that point? There's no point. Uh, Maybe. That division isn't too strong this year, especially with Pittsburgh being shit, and Baltimore hasn't been putting up points. They've been winning games, but they have not been putting up points. So, I I mean, they could always bounce back, but it really depends on a healthy Burrow because he looks a little gimpy back there. He doesn't look mobile whatsoever, and he's just stiff. So For sure. And and their, their receiving core has not been doing anything compared to what their expectations are. Their receivers are way too good to not be averaging or for having Joe Burrow not averaging at least 250-plus. 100% agree. Jamar Chase hasn't scored a touchdown yet. 
So Jeez. minus one ten for any time touchdown score this week. So I thought about throwing him in there, but I just I just haven't trusted him. He he'll probably bang this week, but I left him out. Speaking of touchdown scores, I have a five man touchdown parlay for this weekend. Um five tonight man too, right? Yeah, one is for tonight. I got Brian Robinson tonight. All right. Jameson Williams plus two hundred bounce back game. The deep ball. The deep ball. I think they're going to try to get him the ball, uh, get him a touchdown, get him rolling, get the fans back around him. Bijan plus one fifteen. It's going to be the rookie of the year. CMC, the best running back in the league, and then Devontae Adams against Green Bay. If you don't think they're going to throw him the ball in the red zone, you're smoking crack. And that's a Monday night game, right? Yeah. So we got Brian Robinson tonight and then Devontae on Monday and then three on Sunday. So those five together, 25 for nine hundo at plus three, four, nine, three. Dear It's Lord. not asking too much. Only five touchdowns. Five Just touchdowns. five. Just five. Just five touchdowns. You know, nothing, nothing too crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple revenge games. Uh, the returning game for JML, that's the one that's going to really – Determine it in my eyes. He's plus 200, so he's the worst odds um, out of these five. So, five man plus 34.93, baby. I like it. I like it a lot. You know, uh, I called it when we talked about the Lions a long time ago that I thought when Jameson comes back, first play, they're going to play action, throw the deep ball. I said, bet it then. I can't bet it just yet, but I'm going to look to throw a dollar or two on it, you know, just say, fuck it. Um, but His no, first, I, I, first touchdown was plus 1k, wasn't it? Or plus a thousand already for uh first touchdown score. But uh, I'll try and live bet like Jameson Williams to score in the first drive if we can, if I can find that anywhere. Um, and or like first play touchdown, so, something like that, first pass yeah. touchdown. Um, because I, I do think they're gonna try, I, I think so as well. He's gonna get the opportunities, we're gonna see if you know the ball's in the right spot or he goes and makes a play but i think they're going to try to get him opportunities he's been you know biting at the bit to or chomping at the bit to get into the game and they're going to target the fuck out of him this week and we finally have a deep threat i'm gonna rock and do everything across the middle with reynolds and we can get jmo deep get the safety out of there make a lot of space so i'm super laporte is a dog (laughs) dog like Dude, he's trucking people, he's falling forward, he's breaking. He, I don't know his yards after catch, but he has been breaking a tackle almost every time he catches the ball. For sure, you know uh, it's going to add a new dimension to this offense. Obviously, we've had Khalif Raymond, who's been running a lot of the deep routes, but it, there's something different about Jameson Williams. You know, like, yeah, Raymond was like the guy that I mean, someone has to do it. He's right. like he was the guy getting space for the underneath routes and everything else. But when you have a target that will go one on one and go get the ball, it's a way different dynamic playing against or on the other side of the ball as Raymond as William. So, right, it's going to be different. Our offensive art has already been strong, electric, um, but it's a whole new dynamic when you got uh, a guy running, you know, sub four threes, uh, low four fours, and He's a playmaker. And he, like I said, he is motivated as fuck. He's watched how well we've played. Right. He can feel the emotion behind all the Lions fans, especially the ones traveling to Green Bay. That was fucking awesome. 
Um, and he's just ready to make his own play, make his own stamp. So it's going to be fun, man. Definitely, definitely. Um, did you see Antoine Randall kind of talk about how the NFL needs to change? They couldn't even talk on the phone when he was suspended. He's the receivers. He's the receivers coach for the Lions, and he couldn't have he couldn't talk to JMO. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's so dumb. Like, like you can be suspended, but you still need to be involved in the game plan mm-hmm. and kind of like how things are rolling, especially within your super small receiver room. Right. You know, team meetings, whatever, but I should be able to talk to my guy because he's he's you're the fucking coach. Right. hundred percent. I should be able to tell you, hey, I want you to work on these things while you're out of the practice facility, you know, or like, just being able to call you, say, how you doing? How you been? You know, you you're, my, any bets? <laughs> you're my guy. Tell me the college football locks, Jamo. What are we doing? For sure. For sure. Well, speaking of the Lions, we're minus 10 this week. How you feeling about it? Um, that I don't know what to feel because I don't know that I've ever seen a Lions line of minus 10, a money line of minus 470 in my life. That's wild. Especially I Carolina beat the fuck out of us last year in the run game. Beat the dog piss out of us. They ran for like 500 yards. Both running backs went for a career high, which is unheard of. Yeah. I'm pretty sure our defensive coordinator was, you know, licking his wounds, leaving that game. For sure. That's why I think the 10, it's a good line. I think we're going to try and, you know, a little revenge game. They embarrassed us last year, so we're going to try and give it back to them. This and year. we can't forget, it's in for, uh, in the Ford Field. Right. It's loud as fuck. We got a rookie quarterback. I think our defense is going to make plays. The ski masks will be on. Dima is going to be running through people's arm tackles like nothing. The Panthers have looked bad this year. Though they Brian us- Branch is going to be flying around the field again, dude. Thank God his AC or his Achilles is not bad. Yeah, <laughs> I was. Dude, I was you. crying. I was yeah, crying. I he texted me. It's gone. He's yeah. done. It's, <laughs> Brian's done. I I literally texted you. We can't have anything good. <laughs> we can't. It looked like it was his Achilles, but then when he came back out, I'm like, oh, thank you, the Lord. So you're saying there's a chance. He still can win defensive player of the year or rookie of defensive player of the year. But He's no, I agree. Um, I'll be looking for DeMont to score another touchdown. It's home. It's like a lock. Let's let's check the line, I guess. Are we ever going to get a uh, Jameer touchdown, though? That's, I mean, are we going right. back to the well? Are we going back to the well? At this point, I kind of want to take his under, you know? and then Okay, the, you can't <laughs> switch up on me. He's due, Donnie. D-Mont is minus 175. Jameer is plus 110. So they're the two most likely to score. Um, Amon Ra's third at plus 120. They don't even have a freaking Panther on here until Adam Thielen at plus 205. So Jameson Williams has better odds than any Panther. Jesus Christ. I mean, I think minus 175 is not bad. I think we put up another 30 points. We're a 30-point ball club. That's what we do. And you know if we get it to the five, it, it's go. He's getting the ball twice, at least. Yeah, I was going to say two times, and on third and two, all right, maybe we play action or do something quick. But he's getting the ball because he's falling forward every fucking time. And if people don't like what David Montgomery is doing for this Lions team right now, you are not a true football fan. Like, come on, this dude. I'm is... so fucking annoyed at people saying, <sighs> "What about Jer- Jameer Gibbs? Why'd you waste the first round pick on him?" Sorry, you yada, drafted yada, him yada. in the second round of fantasy this year, but 
David Montgomery is tearing up the anyone who gets in his way right now. He is looking like, you know, Marshawn Lynch did back with the Seattle Seahawks. Could you be mad at Marshawn Lynch? No. He's doing what Jameson Williams or Jamal Williams did last year at a higher clip. Yeah, I mean, Jamal was kind of the just get us in the end zone. Right. Montgomery is a four down back. He's he's never not been a four down back. He was doing it with the shitty Bears team. He finally gets a good line with a passing game that they can't creep the fucking nickels into the box and stuff. So he's got such a good opportunity this year. And you can't be mad that we have Gibbs, you know, kind of coattailing behind him because eventually Gibbs is going to work into that, you know, a couple years or a year, whatever, whatever happens with Montgomery. Like, this is the experience he's getting, you know, a lot under his belt and getting acclimated to the NFL. Montgomery's a dog. He's been do he's been doing this. Right. Montgomery's Dude. earning himself a lot of money this year, that's for sure. Oh yeah. I mean, obviously running backs don't get paid anymore, but if there's one that's going to get signed to a nice contract this year, it's probably going to be David Montgomery. Yeah, I mean, he had one year to you know, prove people wrong. Chicago lost faith in him. He was going to be cheap over there. It's not like he, they were going to pay him out the ass. Um, so he had one year, and he was put in one of the best positions possible, especially staying in this division, knowing how weak it was going to be. And Minnesota's fallen. This like Detroit and Montgomery are in prime time position right now. For sure. And you talk about not being able to bring the nickel down. Imagine with J-Mo now out there, you really can't bring any safety or anything like that. Because if he's even, he's leaving, and J-Mo is going to be even with a lot of dudes. I was going to say, start creeping. Goff says, check, check. Go long, baby. <laughs> Go long. We're going to do it a couple times a game. We, we'd like to try to let our playmakers make a play, so. I don't know, man. I'm I'm trying not to get too hyped because I've already been so excited the last four weeks. I mean, we better just show out against Carolina. That's all I got to say. Brew another pitcher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'm I'm about OD'd out on Kool Aid right now. So hopefully, we just keep the train rolling. For sure, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, oh man, there was another game. So we talked about the G-Men shitting the bed and being one of the worst teams. Miami's on a bounce-back week this week. They open up minus 12.5 against the G-Men at home in Miami. How free does 12.5 sound versus the G-Men? So free. I don't, I don't care if they have five Saquons because they're going to have to play on the line. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if Saquon's back or not. The G-Men are terrible. Their offensive line should be jailed. Um. So yeah, what do you what do you think about the twelve and a half? It's crazy to say because it's an NFL football game that I I feel like twelve and a half is a lock, but it shouldn't be. But it it, it feels like it is because the Giants have looked that bad this year for sure. And barring last week's game, Miami's defense have been good, right? 100% so agree. They they shouldn't have to, you know. Uh, their offense shouldn't have to score more than 48 points to win. So you can put that one on the defense last week. But going to the Giants, you would think this is a major bounce back position and get the momentum back on their side. Giants better be careful because the Dolphins might hang, you know, 100 on them. <laughs> yeah, if their defense scores a couple of touchdowns. The Dolphins players were pissed that uh, McDaniel pulled the Dang. reins. 
Yeah, because they could have had the most ever. Yep. But they had the most. They had the most yards from scrimmage ever. So they did break a record. But they could have put up seventy three and you know set the bar. Miami's already have already have the undefeated team. Right. And then they have the most points scored and the most yards. I mean, that would be kind of cool. They had two running backs score four touchdowns each. Imagine being a backup running back (laughs) and scoring four tutties. Right. It's just ridiculous. Some dollar signs for next year. For sure. Um, what do you think, Ravens Steelers? It's in Pittsburgh. Four and a half is the spread. Steelers just got their asses beat by the Texans. Do, um, you, do you trust Kenny Pickett? I'll never trust Mister Whopper Hands. I don't. <laughs> I don't think he's that guy. I think, but I'm. I'm also on the side of Baltimore hasn't been playing great football either. Not saying that they've been down to the level of Pittsburgh, but I don't have an insane amount of faith like I did at the beginning of the year for Baltimore. Right. Um, I think they have the better offense, one of the best tight ends, and they have um, an always great defense. It's it's going to be it's going to come down to if Pittsburgh can score points. The over under set at thirty eight, which is low as balls. So they're they're saying that either both of these offenses sucks, or their defenses are good. And I don't think either of them are completely true. But I would take Baltimore. I like Baltimore. Even at, oh, the money line's at minus 205. So I would take the minus four and a half. If you, if you were making me pick, I'm all over Baltimore. I don't trust Pittsburgh whatsoever, whether or not they're at home with the terrible towels or not. All right, all right. So I was going to say, based on what you were saying, take the under 38 then, because both teams have not been looking very good, that's for sure. Yeah, and those games, if there's any weather involved, it's it might be like ten to thirteen. Those games right. get so weird. That division is super weird. They always play each other super strong, and there's not a lot of points that come up. Thirty-four rush attempts per team. <laughs> yeah, that division's super weird. But I, I mean, when I see thirty-eight, I almost instinctively instinctively bang the over right. because it's just <laughs> too low. There's too much that can happen. It's way too low. But I would probably be on the over 38 and minus four and a half for the Baltimore Ravens. But that's going to be a fun game. That division's always fun. For sure. For sure. Um, the Lions opened up against the Bucks next week at minus three. Where's the Bucks? In, in Tampa Bay. I don't care where they are if they're playing <laughs> the Bucks. Next, next week. Yeah. I just scrolled down too far on DraftKings and found that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm all over the Lions minus three on that one too. Minus one fifty five. Yeah, let's just parlay this week and next week and Call the week good. after. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, one more game that is pretty close line wise. The Jets versus the Broncos. The Broncos just came back and had a miraculous win. Obviously, it was against the shit stained Bears. Do you think they keep it rolling? They're two and a half favorite, two and a half point favorites against the Jets, who looked better at the end of the last week's game. Zach Wilson kind of got it rolling. It was not his fault they lost compared to prior weeks, um, where you could put a little more blame on Zach Wilson and that offense. They looked a lot better. Do you think they're going to be able to replicate that against the Broncos? I think the Jets uh win this game outright, actually. Oh shit. Upset alert. So the reason why is because of what Stupid ass Sean Payton said about uh, McDermott. What's his name? Uh, 
the Broncos coach last year. He's now the coach in uh, the Jets on the offensive coordinator. Called it the worst coaching job he's ever seen. Oh yeah, when he got there, everything right. was just in shambles. So the Jets have have bulletin board material for the you know the whole year. They're going to want to go back their coach up. Zach Wilson looked good against Kansas City. Someone on ESPN, I think it might have been Jeff Saturday, said, "Watch how Zach Wilson plays once Aaron Rodgers is back around the team." And last week was his first game back around the team after the injury. So. You know, he's giving them pointers. Hey, if you see this, this might be what they're in. Look for this, you know. Um, I think the Jets start to turn it around a little bit, and everyone's saying if they're 500 after Thanksgiving, that A-Rod might suit it up. So they got to be there. They're one and three. They got to win a couple games. I think they win in Denver this week. They got a lot to play for if that's going to be the case because every win is another like, hey, we might get Aaron back. We might get him back. We might get Aaron uh oh. Um, I I like that too. Um, I I'm not high on either of these teams. I don't think Denver's very good whatsoever, and the Jets are in a weird spot because they have talent all around the ball, and they have one of the best defenses. They just mm-hmm. have to be able to move the ball and put up twenty plus points. That's yeah. how I feel. I don't think they're going to be able to keep teams under <coughs> under fourteen, seventeen week in and week out. So they're going to have to put up points. It's just tough to watch the Jets play because their defense is so good. And then they, you know, they get the punt and their offense goes on the field and it's just flat, very flat. And they have dynamic running backs and very, very skilled wide receivers. Even Lazard was making plays last week. Right. Big time plays. So they just got to get it. It's just got to click. You never know. It can only takes one game. It takes a couple of drives just to get things clicking. And if Zach Wilson doesn't turn the ball over, they're going to be a good team. Not a great team, but they're going to be a good team. Right. I agree. I agree. They say defense wins championships. We need this defense to just win regular season games to be able (laughs) to get Aaron Rodgers back. That's for sure. Um, While we were talking about that, I found Lions' first drive touchdown score, Jameson Williams, plus 2,000. That's it. And then first drive catch a pass, Jameson Williams, is plus 180. I fucking love that. So I love that. Right. I feel like it's free, you know, but uh could just be me. I don't see give him a little hitch route, get the juice flowing, you know, right. get the blood flowing. Laporta to catch a fir- catch a pass on the first drive is plus one thirty five. You got plus money all over the place here. The only one that's not plus money is Amon Ra. As long as we don't run run pass incompletion, we're Gucci. Right, exactly. We get the ball rolling and just get a first down. One of those dudes are going to get a catch. Lions first drive touchdown score, David Montgomery plus 750. Jeez. That's pretty fucking juicy, bud. Yeah. Um, Now that I know that this is here, I might might be looking into it a little bit. 1-800-GAMBLER, how are you doing? (laughs) It's Jimmy again. (laughs) (laughs) 1-800-GAMBLER, Jimmy, how you doing? <laughs> said, uh, what, what, what's the locks for today? Uh, ma'am, what's the locks for today? <laughs> no, sir, you're calling here because you have a Game Boy problem. He's like, yes, I know. I know. Just, just tell me any team. I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, another divisional game for us, the Vikings versus the Chiefs. Surprisingly, yeah. the Vikings only open up at three and a half point dogs. I feel like you have to hammer the Chiefs. 
Three and a half point dogs. The Chiefs are only minus 185. <laughs> Probably due to the fact that the Chiefs offense just hasn't looked amazing. They haven't looked bad, but they just haven't looked that next level, putting right. up 30, 30 plus, uh, just making defense coordinators look like shit. And it's at, at the Vikings. If it was in the Chiefs, I think this is a six and a half, seven point spread, but three and a half is just nothing against a very sad Minnesota Vikings team right now. For sure. And if you look back at the previous seasons, it sometimes it takes KC to a couple weeks to start to look good again. Travis Kelsey hasn't really done much as far as, you know, his normal numbers. I think he had six catches for 60 yards. He hasn't gone over 100, I don't think, yet. So look for him to get going. I really think the Chiefs get it rolling and cover the three and a half with no problem. For sure. I remember last year thinking, I think after week four, I'm like, dude, what's up with the Chiefs this year? Like, I know they had a lot. Tyreek Hill was gone. They had a lot of offensive change. And Mm -hmm. the same thing is this year. So if it's going to, if last year and this year are similar, we're within a week or two from this offense clicking and Kansas City looking like Kansas City again. Right. I agree wholeheartedly. What do you think about the. P.I. called on that Pat Mahomes interception. Did you see that? I didn't see that, no. Well, he's the ref is like staring and he's kind of holding his flag. And uh-huh. as soon as he catches, like literally as soon as he catches it and comes down, he's like, chucks the flag. But he was just like, he was just like holding it. Like, oh, wait. People are like, he was going to throw it before. But it's <laughs> like he didn't. He was just, you know, he had that thing strapped. And then as soon as they caught it, Thank you. Holding on sauce. I don't I don't think it was that great of a call, but I, I don't know about the whole this game is rigged shit. And it right. always it always happens with the Chiefs and you know big time teams that people hate or love. But it was a little fishy, especially when you put them side by side and it's slow-mo and you're just yep. looking at the ref and then he fuck as soon as uh I don't know, it was a little sketchy. It is always sketchy. It's just it's yeah. Ugh. If you're a Jets fan, you were very, very sick about that. But if you're a Chiefs fan, you know, another day, another win. Amen, amen. Um, while we're talking, Justin Fields is one of two for 58 yards with that one being to DJ Moore. So DJ Moore, 58 yards, first catch. Already. One catch. <laughs> what are we talking about? Already. How free. We said yeah. one catch, maybe. So they're driving. Yep, they're down to the 20. Justin Fields just got sacked by Marcus Sweat, or Marquez Sweat, something like that. Classic. Big play, and then a sack. Yep, yep, third down already. So, uh, Hey, we'll take it. That's 58 for Fields passing yards and one pass and DJ Moore banks. I mean, we can't. If they just kick a field goal here, we can't start out too much better. Amen or, you know, either. Fields throws a pick. I mean, that would be better. That would be dope. Throw, can, oh, touchdown, uh, DJ Moore. Dude, it's so <laughs> free. DJ Moore's got 78 yards. Oh, damn it. I knew this was the worst possible scenario. Oh, hey, well. man. It's all good. It's still early. This it one's is. for Buckus. This one's for Buckus. DraftKings hasn't even moved the line. It's still six. They're confident. <laughs> they said, yeah, we really don't care. That was, a fluke. that was a fluke. Did you guys watch the game last week? Oh, no. Now, okay, it refreshed. Minus one and a half now. 
Okay. The fact that they just went down and scored that fact fast and they're still plus money is hilarious. Yep. Plus a hundred if you take their money line right now. That's actually hilarious. All right, Danny, you got anything else? Let's go watch this game. I don't have anything. Um, we're looking at being live early Saturday and early Sunday morning, like 9 30, 10 o'clock, because I'll be on a golf trip. So uh, I have to be out of the hotel by probably at least 11. So um, be looking for us, college football, NFL Sundays. You know, we like to do our thing, talk to you guys about what games we like. Works out pretty well so far. Um, hopefully, we can keep the hot streak going. For sure, college football's been hot. If you don't see us, that probably means that baby's on the way this weekend. So we'll <laughs> keep everyone updated. We'll let you know when we're going to go live this weekend. So as always, we appreciate you guys. Make sure you tune in to all of our social media and all the plays we got going on in the Discord. Um, week five, baby. NFL week five. Amen. And good luck, Hanny, if it does happen. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely, man. All right, boys, we appreciate you guys. Have a good night, and uh, go Commanders. Peace. Peace.